0: been a lot happening today a great buzz around tsn it was awesome i got here around 7 a.m i came around the corner studio six and everyone was jacked up to be back and insiders were in the studio Pooley, you're on the main panel dave pohn's joining us you've been doing these for a while but felt yeah, pretty I good today number didn't it?
1: eight for me it felt really good and it's a really fun day i mean people assume we all see each other we don't see each other. Forget about the pandemic. We don't see each other. No. Like, right. we, we each other. no we because we all work opposite schedules. If I'm doing an Ottawa game, you're not. Right. And, you know, I'm doing yeah. Montreal, MJ's not. Right. And vice versa. So it's just good to see everybody and see the energy. And I'll tell you what, though. The, so many people put so much effort into today to make it work. But yeah. Duffy's unbelievable. Like, he's unbelievable. Did you see the whole – did you see him when the if camera came back on? He just put a great big mint in his mouth. Yeah. And somehow pulls it off like, I was like it's just normal. Telling him
0: <laughs> that earlier in the week cuz of the where I sit in the back of the panel and he's cuz he doesn't get much time off. Everyone else kind of comes and goes. Right. He's always kind of in the center of things. So he's trying to eat during the day like when yeah. he's got 3 minutes or 4 minutes. But if something breaks or if the production were running low on time, you know, it'll be throw it back to James, throw it back to James. And I'm being, I've had this happen multiple times where, like, Billy will be in my ears saying, alright, back to James, and I can see he's just started eating. Yeah. One mouthful. And at the same time, I'm like, that's your problem, yeah, man. i, I got to throw it back to you. <laughs> like, you, I, you're ready, and then he's ready to go. And yeah. uh, it, there's so many moving parts, and like you said, there's so many people behind the scenes. and. Awesome. There wasn't a lot of activity today, but I think we've all conceded, Pulley. It's been such a great ride the last month in the NHL. Who cares? It has. Like, there's no one else to go anyway. Who else is
1: getting traded? So, and I get asked why, and and there were like six or seven main reasons why. And so, for me, number one, the Boston Bruins. Like that's the number one why. Mm -hmm. They're really good, and so, but but then number two is, other teams are having their best years. And they're the best they've been. Right. Like, Carolina, this is the best Carolina's been. Arguably, this is the best Toronto's been. That's right. This is the best the Rangers have been. Right, in a long time. In a long time. It's the best Jersey's been in, since their Cups. Mm-hmm. So because then you have five or six teams that are their best, then the next step is I, I truly think that the the really smart people are figuring out every nuance of what this cap can give you. Right. Like So that's number three. Number four... You had this cycle of available players. Patrick Kane, Tarasenko. Like, well, those guys aren't available ever. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, you had these guys. Mm-hmm. And I think Lou gets it started. And, you know, in, in the fashion of being the, the veteran, he jumps the gun and grabs Horvat. Mm-hmm. Before anybody else can even think about Horvat, he grabs him. Well, that starts the steamroll. Yeah. And then Tarasenko, and then in order, O'Reilly, I believe, was next. And and then it would have been uh, maybe Orlov, maybe Boston. And then Tampa comes out of nowhere, a guy that no one thought was available, Tanner Juneau, yeah, who we I really like, right? Yeah. But no one. He's not giving up six assets for that guy. Mm-hmm. And But there were the right amount of people at the right stage in their contracts to be available. Yeah. So all these perfect storm things. But to me, the, the 101 points in 61 game Boston Bruins, Kick it off. Well,
0: and and that's what's interesting. Because of the moves they also made, Orlov has fit in so well. Hathaway will be a good depth guy. Tyler Bertuzzi's a really good player. Really good. All these other teams have made moves. Has the gap adjusted at all in terms of how you feel about
1: them chasing Boston right now? I'm not sure it has, but it's going to take some time to figure it out. Right. Like, it's going to take time to figure out how six people fit into a hockey club. It just is. I mean, it's not... I like each one of the moves for Toronto, but it's going to take some time. Mm -hmm. And to know how do they measure up? Well, Orlov's got eight points in four games. Pretty good. So he's going to be fine. What Hathaway does, he's going to be fine. Yeah, you don't measure that. No, he's going to be fine. Yeah, and and to me, Bertuzzi's just a bonus.
2: You know, and it might be a reactionary bonus to to the hall injuries, exactly or potential injuries. Pretty good bounce back. Yeah, like idea. Exactly, and it's smart. But I, I I just look at. You know the moves that were made. I don't know if Janot would have been available. I said this to Hayes the other day, because Nashville has made the playoffs every year. I know. So why would he be home? You know, Edmonton doesn't get home if yeah. if Nashville's in a playoff spot. Right. Washington's right on the edge. They give up yeah. Orlov and Ma- Washington that. would that's have had to make point. that decision, and they probably would have had to run it by the captain and say, "We're doing something here."
0: Yeah. And that's his and guy too, Orlov. It, yeah. it
2: is, but it's also. I mean, Ovi's had a, a great season, but a tough personal season. Yes. So his dad passes away, like, they might have had to say to him, like, you know, we're going to support you every way we can, but, you know, we need a new vision here. You know, we might... Because that wasn't the plan at the start of the season. Right. You're going to get Backstrom back, you're going to sign the Stanley, Club, Stanley Cup winning goaltender right. in Darcy Camper and give him a big contract. They were getting the band back together to go at it. No mm-hmm. question. It's fallen short. So now you're... You know, moving like Lars Eller is a good piece. Like at a really nice pickup, and I, I'm sure they would have wanted to keep him.
1: Yeah, he scored some big goals in their cup you, run. You
2: know, so it's it's there's been some adjustments, like you say, where it's a cycle. But I think some teams have kind of maybe looked at the marketplace, going, "We're not going to beat five or six other teams in our right. conference." Right. Right. Like it- if you're Washington, you're looking at it going. Okay, Boston, Tampa Leafs. Where, however, you want to lay it out, Carolina, and you're going We're not going to beat all of them. Right. We're not making it through. So let's let's recycle.
0: I think that's what what sticks out is no one surprised Patrick Kane got flipped. Back in the summer, we were talking about that. Chicago was going to be awful, and we believe Kane and Taves would get flipped. But Taves yeah. has the medical issues, so he didn't. But I think if Taves was healthy, he'd be playing somewhere else Agreed. today. Yeah. I think we expected Chickren at some point. We weren't sure how or when. We expected Klingberg at some point because we knew these were veteran guys on bad teams and teams accepting that they would be bad. Regardless of contractual status, if Vancouver was in a playoff spot, Horvat would still be there. I believe the way they right. operate, I don't think they'd flip him, even if they were worried he was going to walk. Right. Because I think they'd want the playoff experience and the playoff right. revenue. Horvat would be there. If St. Louis was in the playoffs, clearly O'Reilly would still be there. Yeah. Orlov, the same thing. Ekholm, the same thing. Right. Like, those are four big impact pieces where their respective teams or their former teams had to bottom out or make difficult Changed decisions. Change their
2: philosophy that halfway
0: made, through. That a lot of people were not expecting.
1: Yeah. So that sets the marketplace. Yes. And then what I was a little surprised by today was there wasn't more in the West. Because, to me, someone's coming out of the West. Yeah. Like, you're 16. Give yourself a chance. Someone's coming out of the West. Mm-hmm. I can't believe Vegas still has money in their pocket. How do you have money in your pocket if you're Vegas? Like, usually you go down to three bucks. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and, <laughs> and they do. And, they, and they've got cap space. I, it's something.
2: Something up? To me, there's just either they're playing possum, like, all of a sudden somebody just shows up. Like, I don't know if it's Healthy? Like, Stone, Healthy, mean? like what? Okay. What is Stone's situation? Yeah, no. Do they believe they can get him back before the yeah. end of the season? The, that could be. That could be like, part of why. That, that's all I could think about yeah. is like, who's hurt out there? Who? What do they have up their sleeve? Because as they have set their own barometer and expectation. We expect them, okay, they've got cap space, they're going all in, and they'll trade picks, prospects. I mean, they it.
1: pushed all in before they sat down at the
2: table. That's what I mean. So, again, <laughs> really dead. you're not, at this time, not having a reset when the West is wide open with Colorado banged up and every other team has at least one or two warts in their lineup. Yeah. So,
1: to me, go all in again because this is their window. Like, yeah, the sneakiest team out there to me now, the more I look at it, is Dallas. Yeah. And because they've got a goalie that can win. Mm-hmm. They've got a stud on defense stud. In, Heis- in Heiskanen. And there's enough depth up front. You know, they've got enough depth. I mean, now Ben and Sagan get to sit back on the second and third lines because Pavelski's running the show on the first line, you know, with, with those kids. Yeah, add a
2: Max Domi, like, for yeah. free. Like, what did they pay for a Domi? I'm, second. Picks, yeah. Yeah, like picks. and But, like, you add a, a few guys... And they are a team that kind of hit the ditch. They had that little little spell, you know, recently, but kind of get out. You know, Winnipeg. I, I, you know, I don't know where you are with Winnipeg. I've, I've liked the team. They haven't played well recently. No. So you know, I think they're going to they go. be okay. I, I do. do too. But again, I've been on them for five years. I've been on. So <laughs> you know, have. it's it's it's. You've lost four in a row. Now. You've got yeah. to show it, and you've got a back to back here with with Edmonton. Yeah. So both teams need those points. Yeah, that's So this will be a. This will be a, a good series for both of them. But whoever it is is getting points here tonight, and oh, they're yeah? in critical points in that race yeah. in the West. Yeah. And I don't sleep on Colorado just based on health.
0: Well, and yet, after all that, maybe it's L.A. You know, like we that's the thing about the about West. That. We don't talk about L.A. Like, this will be the second year in a row they're going to the playoffs, their goaltending has been horrendous. All season, and Corpus now they helps. believe that they've solidified that. You Corpus look at it. Helps. They've given yes. up more goals. They've given up 213 goals. That is more than any other team in a playoff spot out West. And, in fact, I believe that's more than any other team, period, at West.
2: I, I had a coach a coach tell me, he said, usually you can tell who's going to make the playoffs or not by goal differential. And he just said, like... They're plus three, one at, right now in it, L.A. But they've been minus the whole time. Yep. And he, and he said, like, it's pretty... He goes, it's, a, it's kind of a lazy stat. It's like plus-minus type of thing. He goes, but there is something to it. He goes, usually the teams that make it don't have a negative goal differential. Mm-hmm. And L.A. just got into it. And with how well they're playing and how deep they are, I,
1: I think they could be a sneaky, sneaky out. Like, you know, it's funny you talk about a lazy stat. So I do a game sheet um, the morning of the game that's current all-day stats, right? And, yeah. And I still do goals, for, goals against, power play, and penalty kill as part of it. Mm-hmm. You too. It's amazing. <laughs> There's mine right there. What literally. your rank is in those simple four things, right. but it, the it, rank is stunning as to what your standing is in the league. It, it is
2: stunning because you're right. Like whether they're lazy or not, it's like, like for example, Drake Batherson. You know what his plus minus is? Minus a hundred. Minus thirty. Yeah. that guy's a you know he's a goal scorer. He's got fifty points this season. He's minus thirty. I know it's not accurate, or reflective to what the player is, but that but number's too big. There. There's, there's something, something there. There's something right. There's For something sure. there. Sure there so I, I go at when I look at Ottawa, a lot of their stats, those traditional stats that you pull off, like their are power plays fourth in the league. Yep. Their penalty kills six. Like they should be higher in the standings. Like I remember Johnny coming on and and doing some. You know, Sport Logic stats saying like Ottawa's numbers don't match where they are in the standings. Nice. But then you look at other teams where it's like, okay, they've outscored their issues, or you know, the power play's so good. Like Edmonton, five on five was struggling the longest time, but it's like their power play just drags them right through stuff. Mm-hmm. And
1: number then one in goals for, number one in power play.
2: Yeah, and they just, you know, they'll they'll will themselves through the game, and and you know what, you have a problem. Well, okay. The two guys—they've got more depth there now, so other guys uh, can can drag them into it. But there's
1: certain teams; those traditional stats you can they, still they kind, just of go, you they can kind of work. You can lower third of the league. You know, Montreal's like 28th or 29th in everything.
2: Yeah, everything. Yeah, <laughs> and they're, they're and they're, they're take a look at the
1: standings. They'll be there in the standings.
0: Yep. Exactly. Chew on that. Exactly. You know, but you get a,
1: a Winnipeg that's like eighth in goals against and second in penalty kill. Well, their defense has been good. Yeah. Can't score. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well. Pooley, you're off to do uh, That's hockey. Yeah, I'm going to join
1: Gino the, for the farewell to the day. I guess.
0: Yeah, it's or been a long one. Six thirty
1: show for TH, and uh, local guy, right? You got to stick around. Guys are catching flights. It seems <laughs> like got to bite the bullet. The <laughs> weather's guy, right? starting
0: yeah. to hit. I haven't been outside in a couple hours. Yeah, but it sounds just, like it's. coming. I was just
1: out. They say it's coming. But it's not here yet.
0: Okay. Well, good luck with that. Say hi to Gino for us. I will. Thanks for for popping in, uh, Pooley. We appreciate it. Always a pleasure, guys. Great stuff. Have a good weekend. There he is, Dave pulling our TSN Hockey Analyst. Final hour coming up. Overdrive continues. TSN 1050 and on TSN 2.